Hi, everyone. Welcome to the very last episode of the Learning to Sit Still podcast for 2020. What a year! One that was drastically different than all of us expected, for sure. Though, I will say, it seemed to fly by much to our relief. Who knew that toilet paper would be the one gift everyone would want for Christmas? Of course, I'm kidding, but I will say that many of us had our priorities rearranged over these past few months, and that was a good thing in many ways. Things that we thought were so important suddenly slipped to the bottom of the list as we shifted our focus to those around us. It has been definitely a year of learning and growth in my own life, and I know for many of my friends too. As we prepare for 2021, I wanted to share something that I have been doing for the last couple of years, and that is choosing a word, a word I would like to focus on over the coming 12 months. I was first introduced to this idea in college, and I loved it so much I decided to adopt it. As I thought back over 2020, I felt the word renew pressed on my heart. It seems like such a fitting word for the new year, one that we all need, and I thought it would make a good topic for our last episode of the year. I wanted to spend just a few moments talking about it and what the Bible has to say about this word, renew. When you look it up in the dictionary, it can mean to restore or replenish, to begin again, recommence. So often in life, we make mistakes. We have regrets that leave us feeling guilty and overwhelmed with remorse. Sometimes things happen beyond our control and our world seems to turn upside down, making us feel alone and forsaken. 2020 was a year like that for many people. This can leave us weary, worn down, and struggling with our emotions. I know that I felt that way numerous times, which is one of the reasons I chose the word renew. God is the only one who can renew my soul to help me shift my focus where it needs to be and guide me in the paths of right. In preparation for today and for the coming year, I looked up the word renew to see how many times and in what instance it was used in the Bible. I found three passages that I would like to unpack today. Now, the words mention more than that, but these are the three I really wanted to focus on today. And we're going to start with the one that is often quoted and used with artwork of eagles, which, of course, I'm referring to Isaiah 40, verse 31, which says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. The word wait has the idea to expect, to wait upon. So in essence, this verse is telling us that we can wait on the Lord. We can expect help from him. He never disappoints those who look to him, those who rely and lean upon him. He is trustworthy, capable, and willing. The word renew means to renew or revive, and it is needed for the strength of the people, meaning that they are worn down, weary, and even weak. But those that wait or expect from the Lord will not be disappointed. I found this explanation from Barnes Notes on the Bible, which says, and I quote, it, referring to this verse, means that the people of God who trust in him shall become strong in faith able to contend with their spiritual foes, to gain the victory over their sins, and to discharge aright the duties, and to meet aright the trials of life. God gives them strength if they seek him in the way of his appointment, a promise which has been verified in the experience of his people in every age." Unquote. 
Now, I don't know about you, but those words lifted my heart and it fills me with praise to God because he is my source of strength. When I am exhausted, weary, and feeling so weak, which happens often, I can go to him and be renewed. I was never meant to do it on my own. That's why I think I like the word renewed because it means I'm going back to God. I need him to renew me again. I need to be renewed to continue the fight, to keep the faith and to press on. Again, I was never meant to do it alone. He is there ready to renew, but I have to go to him. I have to wait on him. If I look to him with expectation, I can say with the Apostle Paul, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And so can you, my friend. So in this new year of 2021, let's make the conscious decision to look to God in the coming year, to run to him when our souls are weary and expect him to renew us so that we may press toward the mark. The second verse is found in Psalms 5110, and it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. This chapter in Psalms was written by David after his sin with Bathsheba and shows his desire to be restored. Remember, he not only sinned with her, he also had Uriah, her husband, killed. And they would also lose that baby that they conceived in sin. And the word renew in this verse carries the idea of rebuilding or to be new. David was a man after God's own heart. He desired to follow God, to know God intimately, but even he had fallen away and sinned. He was now at a point of complete brokenness over his sin. And I think honestly, that's where most of us have to be. We will never desire God's true forgiveness and God's restoration if we are not broken over our sin, if we treat it lightly and say, well, it's not that big of a deal. For David, he completely broke down and said, I need you, God. I need you to renew me. We all have sinned. We've all made bad choices. And many of us have even lost our zeal for the Lord at one time or another. But this verse, this beautiful verse, I'm going to call it beautiful because it gives us hope. Just because we have sinned, it doesn't mean that we cannot be forgiven or rebuilt. Our God is one who restores that which has been lost, and that includes those who have fallen away. My mind immediately goes to the parable of the prodigal son, a child who walked away from his father. He chose to squander his inheritance on the world's empty entertainment and goods. And when it was all gone and he is left destitute, he realizes his mistake. And he returns home, humbling himself before his dad, receiving forgiveness, expecting nothing but to be forgiven and to have a job and and just work for his father as a servant. And his father fully restores him. We behave like that. We take what the Lord has given us and use it for our own foolish pleasure. But when we come to ourselves and we see the error of our ways and we're broken over it and we come before our God looking to be renewed, rebuilt, he will not turn us away. When we approach with this humble attitude, he will restore us. God is waiting to renew us, but he will never force it. Just like that father in the prodigal son story, he stood waiting. He was ready. It wasn't that he was going about his business, doing whatever, saying, oh, well, you know, if he comes, he comes. If not, no, he actually stood and waited every day. Every day he waited for his son to come home and he came home. And he was ready to restore him. And that's what our God does. He's waiting. He stands ready 
waiting for us to come to him. And that is the beauty of our God. That is one of the beautiful things about our God. He's always there. He's always ready for us when we're at our rope's end and we're just finished and we're like, okay, you know what? This is not working. I I need you, God. He's just waiting for us to come to him. But we have to be willing. And when we are, he will completely rebuild us and restore us. Now, this kind of leads into the final verse, which shares some similarity with the one in Psalms, but it carries a little different direction. It's from Romans 12 too, which a lot of us are familiar with. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This world can have a powerful hold on its residents, especially the Christians, because Satan is fighting hard to keep the believers from being effective for Christ. He desires us to be ineffective. He wants us to conform to the world. Now, this word can mean to fashion alike or fashion self according to. Our enemy would love nothing more than to see us fashion ourselves according to the world, to keep up with the latest trends, to pursue the same empty goals, because this means that we would be living a life without eternal purpose, exactly what Satan wants. But Paul offers us a way to avoid getting sucked into the world, and that involves transforming ourselves. The meaning behind this word transform is to change, to metamorphose, like a caterpillar does, so it can become a butterfly. The word renew here means a renovation, similar to Psalms 51, but with a different intention. In many ways, we are like that caterpillar living here on earth, but it's not our permanent home. We were built to change into the image of Christ, to become more like him every day. We don't have to wait until heaven to be transformed into his image. We are intended to do it on earth. Now, this transformation can only take place if we are willing to do it, and it can be accomplished through a renovation. Think of it like an old house. We were not born with a heavenly mind. It needs to be torn down, just like an old house needs to be completely torn down and rebuilt according to the plans found in the word of God. He has provided all we need to accomplish this renovation by reading his word daily, letting its truth sink deep into our hearts. This is one of the reasons it is important to memorize scripture, to embed it into our souls and minds, and to spend time reading God's word daily. People who renovate houses will tell you that it is a lot of work, but the end results are so worth it. We will never be able to transform into the butterfly God intended us to be unless we are willing to put in the work of a renovation. I promise that when we do it, it will be worth it all. And with that, we wrap up the final episode of the year. Can I encourage you to sit down and perhaps pick a word for yourself? Write it down somewhere and maybe look it up in the Bible to see how many times it's used. You can even incorporate those verses into your quiet time. But don't worry, if that's not you, it's perfectly okay. The most important thing we can do this upcoming year is spend time with God to make sure that we take time each day to read his word and to not just read it to check it off our list, but read it with the intention of receiving a truth, something that we can take and apply to our life. The word of God was given to us so that we might know more about God, how we can please him and how we can live our earthly life and prepare for our heavenly one. Because, you know, if you think about it, we only have our earthly life. Our time here on earth is all we have to prepare for eternity. 
And this is my New Year's prayer for you, that you will become more like the Lord Jesus and grow deeper in your knowledge of who he is. If you have any prayer requests or questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can email me at learningtositstill at gmail.com or message me on my social media accounts. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at sitstillmydaughter. I also wanted to mention that if you are looking for a Bible reading plan for the new year, I have two available for download for free on my website, sitstillmydaughter.com. One will take you through the women of the Bible, and I am not referring to just the well-known ones like Sarah, Rahab, Bathsheba, and Mary. You will read about Pua and Shipra, the Hebrew midwives who took a stand for what is right. We talked about them in a previous episode. Rizpah, the concubine of Saul, who stayed by her sons after they were killed. And the daughters of Zelophad, who asked for a portion of their father's inheritance. I followed this plan two years ago, and I really, really enjoyed it. It was so good to just kind of read through so many women of the Bible and pull out these truths because even though they've lived thousands of years before us, they're still women and there are still so many issues and thoughts and processes, just different things. We still think the same way, even all these years later. So I encourage you, if you're kind of looking for something like that, I promise it's a great resource for you. So you can just go to my website and download it. Now, the second one is a walk through the prayers of the Bible, which I am just about to finish myself. And it was a tremendous blessing to me. It was eye-opening to read the different prayers of individuals, how they poured out their heart to God, how they spoke to God. I was encouraged as I read how God responded to their cry, as well as convicted by the sincere desire to know God that was expressed by so many in their prayers. I promise that both of these Bible studies will be beneficial. And again, they're completely free. All you have to do is download it. I will include it in the show notes for you, a link directly to it. And you can just go there and download it. I encourage you. It's free. Um, If that's something that you'd like to do, absolutely. It is on my Pinterest account too, which I think there's a link on my website, but I will make sure to include that in the show notes as well. So if you're like me, I just kind of kept them on Pinterest. It was easier for me to access it every day that way. So it's totally up to you, but those are two free items that I wanted to offer you today. And speaking of free, don't forget that we are having a giveaway taking place for a free digital copy of the first two editions of the magazine. All you have to do is leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to on this podcast. For those listening in real time, the contest ends tomorrow, December 31st, and the winner will be announced on social media on the 1st of January. So you definitely want to get those in today or tomorrow for sure. And just message me and let me know that you did it. And that way I can enter your name. And if this is your very first time listening to the podcast, I want to welcome you and invite you to hit that subscribe button. That way going into the new year of 2021, you won't miss an episode. Now I don't know about you, my friends, but I am looking forward to January 1st, 2021 can be a great year as we grow in the Lord and continue in our journey of learning to sit still. I am so thankful that my hope is in the Lord and not in man. My prayer for you is that your walk with God will deepen as you spend time in his word every day. As we move into 2021, let's make it a point to encourage each other in whatever way we can and keep our eyes on the one who loves us with an everlasting love. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you.